You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Hey everybody, welcome to another awesome, jam-packed, exciting, filled episode of 90S. We hope you have a beer with you because I have a beer with me now. Sophie, what did we talk about today? Uh, oddly enough, we start out by talking about how John likes Twilight movies, uh, because he watched them with, with Rift Tracks, which is, as we all know, the evolution of MST3K, segued into vampire movies and the ones we like and dislike, as well as the films of Tarantino. Then we talk a little bit about the Hellboy movie, uh, movie soundtracks like Drive and Tron. The original Tron, because you're a big lame. Uh, then we talk about Iron Man 3 in the new trailer and how Ender's Game is in pre-production. Then we talk about Keith and how he's really into the Holocaust. Oh, super yeah, into that, it. That was, that was a little awkward. It, it even segued far enough into being like how the Jews turkered gerbs. <laughs> you said. That, yeah, that was, pretty, that was pretty awkward. And then, um, and then we, we talked about how hate brings us all together and the things that you know we hate as a group collectively that define <laughs> us. And, um, and then we, you know, we segued into gaming memories, which will be of interest to our listeners. I have no idea why anyone would listen to us ramble on about games from 10 years ago. Except for Jaime. Except for Jaime. Hi, Jaime. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that was pretty much it. Alright. All this and more, yes. in great detail more, on this coming episode of 9ES. <laughs> Gluten? Gluten free. <laughs> Did vampires You're suck like gluten? A fun vampire. God damn it, guys. They're sucking blood. You just suck. <laughs> uh, womp womp. This is 90s. I, I hate to say it, but I actually really, really enjoyed the Twilight films. Alright, like, so I, that was 90s, everybody. <laughs> you can't do that. I just choked on my tune. Tune in next week when we have a new podcast. <laughs> we have a new podcast. Uh, Jonks anymore. Nor will he be appearing on the podcast. Wait, are we recording? His appearances are invalid. Yeah, I'm, we're recording. I'm, I'm at, honestly not lying. I have never watched any of those movies without the right MST3K guys riff making tracks. fun of them with riff tracks. And, and so they, they did stuff with it. I didn't. Well, know riff tracks did it. Riff tracks. It's like um, it's the same thing as MST3K, except that you buy the just the MP3 and you play the MP3 while the movie's going. Of it, and they don't have to pay for licensing rights and whatever. Because they can just release the MP3. Every, anyway, every, every I like watched... ten minutes or whatever, they do like a little thing to sync up. So yeah, listen to riff tracks. Yeah, it's so fucking good. <laughs> no, anyway, what are you talking about? Don't Twilight listen to riff was tracks. funny as fuck. Listen to us while you play Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> listen to us talk about shit, which will probably be Twilight for a few minutes, and then it'll be other stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm really stop talking. I don't have anything else to say about. When we that. stop talking about Twilight. Just turn the movie off. Yeah, exactly. That's probably for the best. Um, We've talked about this before, though. Huh? Yeah, I'm you saw sure. it, you saw it in theaters. I saw the first one in theaters. I saw loved the second it. one. On TV, and I didn't see the third one. Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah, I found it even almost unwatchable. With I the saw the first no one. Lie. I got free passes to that. I think Robin had free passes, so she's like, "Come with me." I'm like, "Okay," and I really hated it. That's because it was a fucking horrible movie. Yeah, I really okay. hated it. But then yeah. somebody says, "Read the books; they're better." So I read it, and while it was better, it's still just fanfic. Right. Uh, yeah. Let me qualify this. I, th- I thought that there were some cool ideas that, about vampires that weren't explored in other. Such such as baseball. I thought baseball was pretty good. <laughs> such this, as this is, vampire baseball. This is key to the vampire mythos. Vampire baseball. You know, we got to play baseball to keep up our American. Fucking whatever. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Yeah, but hey, like what? What? What idea was not completely stolen from sparkles? It was sparkles, like wasn't bar- it? Did you like That's... the way that vampires could go outside? Because I felt that that was pretty unique to the Twilight mythos, and also dumb. <laughs> uh, I like vampire baseball. Okay. So uh, right I'll the first time. I thought that was, <laughs> was kind of interesting. Okay. Why? Why? Why wouldn't normal supernatural creatures? I believe that have scene also pastimes? takes place more or less in the day. Yeah, but they can sparkle whenever. Oh, okay. They, yeah. okay whether okay, whether or not their their defenses was were stupid or not, like the 
the changes they made to the lore of vampires. At least it was explained. So va- vampire baseball, though, I think is just one of those things where like a big group of vampires are typically portrayed as like usually just running around murdering. But I mean, it doesn't. It's not like a fucking giant stretch of creativity to be like vampires who aren't just murder machines. Fucking have fun from time to time. Yeah, that's fine, and I like that. And I, you don't really see that explored a whole lot. Another. Okay, so we're talking vampire baseball. Do you vampire have anything baseball? else? <laughs> the other thing I kind of liked was, and then this—it's kind of dumb, but I kind of liked it too—is the fact that they just kept graduating from high school. What? They kept going to high school over and over because yeah. they can't age. They were all like all 17, teenagers. 18 years old. So in order to keep up their masquerade, they went to school. How, how old their... are you, Scott? I'm in my 30s. So. All right. And can you imagine anything more annoying than hanging out with a bunch of high school kids? Yeah, but if that's all, all you know. All the time. Think of how fucking annoying that is. These guys are 100 years old. I can't, I can't take college, like, college kids, and I'm fucking I'm <laughs> just barely 30. Like, um, I feel the you're same. Forgetting, you're forgetting something key here. Okay. It's fantasy. Those vampires are picking up. A lot. I get a older, lot. they stay the <laughs> same, same age. Yeah. <laughs> Best part about being a vampire. <laughs> yeah, well, I no. guess. I, I, I still say no. Even that would be amusing for a little while. Maybe till you're 50 or something. But fucking 100 years of picking up schoolgirls? Ugh. But then he met Bella. Bella. You know, remember, it's, isn't, isn't he a virgin he, uh, before fucking I'm Bella? Virgin. Isn't that part of this virgin. fucking nonsense? I don't know fucking God damn it, why are we talking about this? All. This is a fucking... Ah, <laughs> uh, this is important. Uh, I watched... No, I didn't. I we gotta tag the shit out of this podcast. Yeah. Get Twilight and points. Bella and shit. Um, I guess we could talk about movies, since we're sort of talking about Twilight. All right, let's talk vampire movies. You wanna talk about vampire movies? Well, well this is sort of like one good one. You guys suck because I asked you to wait until I was done eating my sandwich to start a podcast. You started while I'm still eating it, and now you're talking about a topic I actually know shit about, and I can't talk because my mouth is full. Your sandwich is almost done, though, Sophie. Why don't you? By the time we get around to you, Sophie, Sophie, hold on. Put the sandwich down. Sandwich It'll be down, okay. Sophie. But I'm hungry. I know, but you could put it down, and then you could eat in between. And then I can see it going stale from okay. here now. Vampire <laughs> movie. Oh God. What's your favorite vampire movie? There's really only the fucking best one, which is Interview with a Vampire. It's like the best vampire movie, and sort of all the other vampire movies compared to it. Okay. That's like, I don't know. Why? Why? Because the vampires are portrayed as like interesting characters as close they're to... E- they're portrayed as, f- as fucking emo fuckheads, is what they okay, are. Okay, as opposed to just murder machines, which they are in almost every other vampire movie ever. Dracula? Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah. Which was, would be made infinitely better with a jetpack, as we've discussed. Why? And also, no. But yeah, no. But Bram Stoker's Dracula—he's not that great. He's just a big dick. Like, I love that movie, and I would definitely. Uh, I I got. I watched it pretty recently. It did not age very well. Oh, it doesn't age really well. There was a lot of like. Certainly, Gary Oldman is a is a like a fucking brilliant actor, and he Mm -hmm. certainly rocks that movie. But he's surrounded by weaker. Yeah, and but Dracula's Dracula. Anthony Hopkins was fantastic, and Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves. Yes, we can always say those are like. What are you surprised? Even Anthony Hopkins goes too crazy. Yeah. Like, he, he's like a fucking, like... But that's what happens when you know, put I... Anthony Hopkins in a role and you say, just have fun, Anthony. Have yeah, fun. Okay, but that, that, that's I, really, I really thought Keanu Reeves played being glamoured and stoned, like, fantastically well. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. so scared. And oh. bewildered. Yeah, but, and, and, but other than, like, Dracula's just a big evil in that movie. He's just a big evil... No, he's not. No, he's not. He's totally... There's, uh, there's sympathy to that character. Yeah, there's a lot. The but then he causes all this fucking craziness for no fucking reason. He's, like, he's mm. pissed off and flipped out. You, you're telling yeah. me that never happens to you, but So he's a big huh? emo. Huh, Keith? You never flip out for no reason? I flip out all the time. You're a big yeah. emo, too, so... I'm also that's, a pretty big emo. Right. No, but that's what I'm saying. But, like, he's as emo, to me, as the vampires in interview. The difference is that not every character and every vampire that we see... Granted, the other three vampires we saw were fucking whores in... Dracula, but I mean, in in an in interview with a vampire, everybody is just like sad about their existence, or sad that their friends are doing what they're telling them to do. That's it's just weird. I don't know. Can, can we put True Blood on here? Even yeah. if it isn't a movie, it I is kind of HBO. It kind of True Blood's all right. Counts a little. I think it's straight movies. I don't know. I yeah. find just going back to interview though. You have like three different types. You have the little girl. First of all, little girl. Kristen Dunst being a vampire yeah, is like probably fantastic. best child performance of a vampire ever. I think. She never even topped that performance. What about Near Dark? Career? 
The kid in Near Dark was really good. Uh, yeah, I remember something. really, really not liking that film. Near Dark was a good kid. Uh, Let the Right One In also had a really good kid. Oh, oh my god, that was the original the Swedish one. Was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Even the American one was not, not, not terrible. With, uh, I didn't Chloe. see either, actually. Oh, they're really good. They're really good. If really, you have really, them, really bring them, because I will watch oh, it. I think it's on Netflix. I think Carly's one of them is. My yeah. Netflix expired. Oh, man, 80 bucks a month. What are you going to do? Join Scott in the no Netflix. No, pool. I need it. It's my fucking credit card. They sent it to Toronto. I need they Netflix. they didn't update my address. Uh, yeah. So let me in and let the right one in. Yeah. yeah. Near Dark. N- Near Dark is a good one. Talking about Murder Machines, I want to say... Blade. Blade. Blade Trilogy. Yeah, Blade. <laughs> fucking John love that movie. Blade. Holy shit, I love All Blade. All of them? It was just so much fun. I, I don't think I saw the third one or the second one, but I love Blade. <laughs> I, I didn't like the second one much um, at all, and I think the third one was okay in some respects, but not in He others. gets that sword, and then there's little spiky things that shoot out of it when somebody else picks it up, and shit is dope. And really? Because the that first one hand. is the one I liked the least. Really? Yeah. Oh the first God, one was so... Well, it was okay, but like the Blood God and Steven Dorff and... It was so fun and yeah. over the top. It was exactly what it... Was supposed to be for exactly. for the time it was released at, except was, for sunscreen. And sunscreen bugged the fuck out. Yeah, of me. that was yeah, retarded. Yeah, but yeah, that was yeah. a low point in the film. But then there was Bertha and Udo Kier. That's true. Yeah. Hey, here's the thing, Hollywood. I know you're listening. I know you're a listener, Hollywood. Vampires in the day are fucking stupid and shitty. Fucking don't do it. Yep. Like in all cases, in Vampire the Masquerade, the TV show, in fucking Blade, in fucking Twilight, like shit. No. Yep. Like, it's just sort of like, they're zombies, but they're not really dead. It's, it's like the defining characteristic of a vampire, that they're not allowed to see Nocturnal the creatures yeah. of the night. Blah, yeah. No, but sometimes they can go out and it's not that hard. Like, I mean, I don't mind Buffy when they can be awake during the day, but it's shitty But they have them. to hide, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. always catching on fire if they're outside. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And if they're sun being hit, it's like, whatever. Or, like, same thing with uh, in True Blood, too. Mm-hmm. Like, when they're, like, when they're awake during the day, they're, like, they're fucked up like yeah. it's yeah, yeah, hard yeah. for them to stay awake and it's like it's like well, I actually like wanted it. to bring that up there was a good they, they killed fucking um, Eric's sire he like sat out in the sun for a couple seconds and oh, that, yeah, that the was an Aztec Mayan whatever guy uh, Godric yeah. Godric yeah, yeah, yeah he was like out for a couple seconds and he, Spoiler, he was season like two or something. season two fuck yeah, yeah. and he's like 2,000 years old super elder vampire fuck you the sun kills that was you awesome. that's the point of vampires you know yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Lost Boys Lost Boys don't they explode well, every da- that's a line in the movie. Every vampire goes a different way. Some implode, some explode, oh, yeah. some go quietly. Some do any of them die from sunlight, though? Yeah, they they catch fire in the sun. But do any of them die from sunlight? No, no because they retreat back into the cave. So they got a few right. seconds, which I guess is okay. Yeah, yeah it's, few, no, it's pretty much seconds, instantaneous yeah. combustion, but they don't burn. Like they catch fire, but they don't burn. So he pulled back after. Okay. It was, yeah, I really like Lost Boys. I think it's cool. How about the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie? Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing that yeah, yeah. I just saw on TV the other day uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, good fun. Dust Till Dawn is, is a great set of movies. Yeah. I saw the first that one. Is one movie, <laughs> and I didn't like yeah. it. I just there's also the, sequels to mm, Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino writes the first ten minutes of a movie. It's mm-hmm. not the first ten minutes. It's longer. The first than like forty-five. No, no. It's like half the movie almost. No, he writes huh? like the brothers, and they rob the store, and they. I think he writes right up until the point where the vampires bust out. I thought that's what the deal was. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. The whole scene with Sam Hayek, like, fucking dancing, and then they go into the bars, and then he's like, okay, I wrote these guys into here, and then Robert Rodriguez, like, I just, I imagine... It's time for vampires. I imagine the scenario of them, like, not, like, Robert Rodriguez originally not implicated, being, like, Tarantino and him, just, like, for some reason writing in the same room, and just whatever, he's like... Oh man, I fucking I fucking hit a writer's block, like Robert. I don't know what I don't know, I got to do it better, like Tarantino. And be like, oh right, man, you know I'm writing this book, and you gotta get this. I don't know what I'm doing, and, 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 and Robert, yeah, vampires. Are you sure? Like I don't yeah. know, vampires. Just give me that, and just like takes it, vampires. So just like, and Start that was the movie. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Like movies in production. Yeah, <laughs> Robert, uh, Quentin Tarantino shows up and like, yeah. I brought my friend Robert on set to vampires. <laughs> Makeup, get to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually didn't like it. Uh, it's it's a bit of a mess. Yeah. I, yeah. I find it's like a lovable mess. Like I, I, I no, I couldn't even get into it. I didn't like any of the characters, and I have a thing where I rarely, if ever, like Juliette Lewis. Okay. It's cause she's do you like awful. the other Tarantino movies though? Or yeah, I do. I okay. just watched Four Rooms again. That was fucking. Four fantastic. Rooms is only oh, one quarter. Tarantino. 
It's only yeah, one half good. The Robert Rodriguez and Tarantino part is good. I could there's some Tarantino. It. We talked about it like a month ago or something. I, I actually like sat down and tried to watch it. You can I really just get through to the it. second half where you watch the Rodriguez and the Tarantino. Really? Because that's the which part. I, is I didn't garbage. make it that far. The which part is? I couldn't watch it. Fucking garbage. Yeah. yeah. And then the the second one is okay. And then the Tim third Roth one is good as the Bellman all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the the witch story is shitty. Can we agree on that? Give me other Tarantino movies other than Pulp Fiction. Uh, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill. I Kill really Bill like the Kill Bills. I have them both. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. I love Reservoir. Yeah. Glorious Bastards. Nope. Did you see uh, True Romance? Because he yes. wrote it, but he didn't direct it. Didn't like it. It was excellent. This is a director's cut. Really, really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I just thought it was kind of meh. And he did a screen treatment on... But Udo Kier was cool. Um, <laughs> that Woody Harrelson, Juliette Lewis movie. Natural Born Killers? Natural Born Killers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was part of that. That was definitely fun. I gotta, I gotta rewatch that. It's been, been too long. Oliver Stone. Except that Juliet Lewis again. You remember her in um, uh, Strange Days? Strange Days. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she tied way of the gun. She has my my favorite line in in films. She's talking about breaking up with someone. Okay. It's like the thing I love about movies is the music swells and the credits start to roll and you know it's over. It's over. I'm just like, oh, that's. And dude, you should, you, you should go, I, I, go I home and tell that to your pregnant wife. <laughs> <laughs> just like, the music's swelling, baby. It's, it's over. over. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I thought, I thought <laughs> her, her acting in that movie was an atrocity. Every time she opened her mouth, it sounded like she was like, I'm acting. And yeah, that you, movie is very, like, Strange Days is like incredibly overacted too. Like D'Onofrio, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio in that, yeah. like a fucking mess. Yeah. Ralph Fiennes is like, also like playing... They're just like playing fucking caricatures of characters. Oh, and yeah, his face but from, uh, it, it's such a shame. Is it was so smart. There were such yeah, cool ideas cool in there. Yeah. The the scene where the guy murders the guy while he's wearing the like the squid yeah, 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 apparatus, yeah. so he's like seeing himself get murdered. Yeah, and that's a whole genre of like murder videos that people like to watch, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. like I want to watch the experience. Of experience getting murdered. Yeah. Not okay, Helsing anime. That was a fucking... The anime. Oh, my God. Animes. The, the anime of Helsing. Right. You, right, right. Yeah, everybody fucking remembers the anime of Helsing. Like, yeah. It, it, that's, it's a, that's a fucking... I think definitely like a top ten anime series. It got weird. I guess. The they it all do. That's what really animes are all yeah. about. They get anime. Animes start out like, this is awesome. And then at the end, you're like... Mm-hmm. Now there's a giant tentacle monster raping London. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's how Hellboy ends. <laughs> yeah. Again, books compared to movie... Yeah. Um, Hellboy is kind of super campy and weird yeah. in a movie, and it doesn't transgress the dark humor of the comics quite as well okay. as it, it should. It, it crams like four comics worth of story into one movie when, like, a whole big part of Hellboy was like negative space. They're like Mike Mignola's art is all about black all over the fucking panel, a tiny little bit of something going on here and getting the feel out of that. And God, so, like, I love that artwork. The, I know, it's so good. I'm painting it all over my bedroom again. And the, and the movie <laughs> is the exact opposite feel of that style. No it was kidding. really disappointing. But at the same time, like, super fun. I even liked the, the Golden Army. Whatever Golden Army, yep. Second one, super, super cool. I liked how it looked. I thought it was fucking gorgeous. Um, yeah. But isn't that... Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Guillermo yeah. Del, yeah, del Toro is amazing. His designs are just... That doesn't compare to anything, really. Yeah. Speaking of which, I have to rewatch. Pan Did you Robert. read about this kid fucking Make a Wish Foundation? He wanted to meet Hellboy, and fucking Ron Perlman had the makeup people put him I in did. the whole goddamn outfit and then show up for this little kid. That is amazing. What a fucking hero, Ron Perlman. Perlman. Heroes. Ron Perlman is kind of awesome. Yeah, totally. And he's also the War War Never Changes guy. <laughs> he is. He was also in War Never in Blade Changes. Two. Was he? Yeah. Holy crap, I gotta He's watch that. He's the one that. who gets the little thing stuck to the back of his head. Yeah. The vampire leader of the blood pack. He was in what, sir? Blade, Blade 2. Blade 2. And Drive. Directed by Omar Del Toro. And he was in Drive, which oh, we all I love. I know that. You love fucking bringing up Drive. You know what I downloaded the other day? Uh, from iTunes? The soundtrack. Drive. <laughs> <laughs> drive. Real <laughs> human being. Over and over. Yeah. The, no, the, the soundtrack of Drive is so... Fucking good, yep. like the the yep. whole thing. Like, uh, like just, I think one track called like TikTok or whatever, which mm-hmm. is like the song where he's driving in the intro, like the and like and like at some point in the song, it like fades out to like next to zero when he turns the music down in the yeah. intro, and then like when he drives up again, and like it comes back, but it's like there's like a fucking like. 45 seconds of like next to silence in the actual track <laughs> on the thing and I was like listening to my mp3 but I was like what the fuck is going on on yeah. this is, oh. is, it, is it by Jan Hammer 
No, it's all by um, it's, it's a single, almost a single composer. Like hmm. who does the entire like '80s esque score thing, which is which I was talking about. I fucking really enjoy these like score by somebody, mm-hmm. like just like someone who like fully gets because it feels like a lot more like dedicated to the film. Totally. Like, like apparently, like Hannah would have been bullshit if it wasn't for the soundtrack. I haven't really? seen it yet. But I like know about that. But, that was cool. but apparently, like, uh, like since so much of it's just her like running through the woods and shit like that, they're like, if the soundtrack wasn't really like built to match the movie, they were like, it really might suck. Man, if you listen to that track when she's running through the woods, just like on your iPod, you want to go. You want to start the- running through the woods. <laughs> See, like Scott's going to work. And he's like, woo! <laughs> just like shoots off into the woods. Man, he's listening to Hannah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun. It didn't really. Didn't yeah, really but grab when me. is this movie? Sir? Hannah. It's kind of like Jason Bourne, but it's a chick. That's the, okay. that's the movie. Like a thirteen-year-old chick. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole movie. Um, you know, the the artist, the the first movie that I ever saw where it was like the whole thing scored by something, and it was like really, really impressive was Fight Club. It was yeah. all done by the Dust Brothers, and yeah. it was like every time you hear music in that movie, it's fucking like doing something. To yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Tron. Tron. Yeah, Tron, Tron had it too. I was that's just going to say that. Tron, I think, is is similar to Hannah in the fact that Blade like Runner? if it wasn't. For that Death soundtrack, yeah. it'd be kind of a bad movie. Like, I'm not even saying it's that amazing. Like, it's visually, oh, it's was really it cool. I meant, I meant the first Tron. 82, it's all... <laughs> Vangelis? Vangelis. I love Vangelis. Yeah. He also did Blade Runner. It's all yes, Vangelis. Yes, I have that soundtrack. Mm. I oh, Scott, so now they're fucking shitty things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I remember that being Blade Runner, not a great part of the film. The yeah, no, like the music is not it at all. It aged really hard. In Tron? Hard. Everything about Tron aged yes. really hard. Oh, certainly, oh, certainly. Except for <laughs> but but Tron Runner. is not looked at as a masterpiece of cinema in the same sense that Blade Runner is. It's true. It's cause so you can't blame Vengeance. I'm actually due to watch that again. Which one? Blade Runner. Yeah, totally. I, I there's a, the director's cut is up on Netflix, and I just just rewatched cut. it. And it no, was no, no, the no, no. Which one seen. of the fucking three Actually, or whatever? You're apparently right, there's you're a, right, there's a no new idea. there's a new cut that's coming out too, where they take oh, off the voiceovers. The cut. Fuck, who knows? That's the director's cut. Huh. Director's cut is no voiceovers, but then there's like another cut, and then supposedly he want, like he has another cut that he wants to do. Like, I would so like sp- to have the original because I have the director's cut. I would like to have the original as well. Yeah, well. Too bad for you. Speaking of Harrison <laughs> Ford movies, mm-hmm. he's uh, in production right now in another movie with Ben Kingsley, Ender's Game. No fucking way. And they're finally making it? No, oh they're my God. Yes, they've they been, they've been, been Oh, yes, they're, they're making it. It's going to happen. Jake they've yeah. been saying that they've for 10 Jake fucking Lloyd's years. a weird fucking adult. Yeah. That's what's happened. <laughs> they've, they've filmed it. I don't believe you. I, I'd, I'd like to say okay, something. But. Ben Kingsley, I have a huge problem with. Really? Because he is a fantastic actor. Yeah. In two movies, and then the rest of his choices are horrible choices. Um, I don't know have why you he seen gets Rain? cast in there. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, man, Blood Rain. <laughs> or what was? Wasn't he in like Blood in Rain, the name of the king or whatever? Yes, another one of those. He's yeah. just in these horrible films. And his, what are the two his, movies though? His good acting. Okay. And Sexy Beast. Sexy Beast. Yeah. Uh, okay. um, his good acting because of the poor production value and direction of all these other films that he does makes him look like he's overacting times a hundred. And it just completely devalues him as an actor. It was actor. like Jeremy I, Irons ben, in Big Dungeons ben and Dragons. You right? remember, remember that? Yeah. Yes. Ben Kingsley news today. Okay. This morning, right? He's the fucking Trailer Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Aren't there enough Chinamen in this world that they could have hired for this? Yeah, to but be it's fair, Sir Ben, ben motherfucking Kingsley. Ben Kingsley's most famous role. He need, we need a Chinese guy. <laughs> like an Indian man. <laughs> I'll give him an Asian guy. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Let's have a Brit play a Chinaman. That's, Please. It's, uh, it's a little I bit better than I could not think of anything having, more British. It's a bit better than having Elvis play a Chinese guy again, right? <laughs> no. Man, did you hear about that? I just, I just wrote British Elvis. That's like, <laughs> that was my, like, my plan to write down. Uh, so fucking Andrew's no, Game the movie. Filmed. Harrison Ford's in it. Okay, you're saying it's finished so it's and done? in post it's in right post? now? Or what? It's coming out in November 2013. No, Holy shit. Man. We gotta all go fucking see that. They're yeah. going to fuck it up so hard. It's going to be it, such a fucking mess. Yeah, I know. There's no way to do this movie. <laughs> I always thought Who's under? Right. Who, who did they cast? I think it's a complete no-name. It's a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope it's a kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's they Aiden did, Christensen. They did. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they did age the kids like a good four or five years, so it's Whoa. not like a five-year-old kid. That, that makes that a little sucks. bit of sense. No, it doesn't. That's the fucking yeah, whole no, point of the did. goddamn book. Okay, no, no. Put, a, put a four-year-old in the lead in a movie, and you got yeah, He was never four, suit. but... Bean was... <laughs> yeah, but Bean was also a super hyper genius. So yeah, I know, you, but I'm just saying, but to have a four-year-old 
even like be able to pull that off. You could pull off maybe an eight year old kid, six or eight, yeah, yeah, who can yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. he still Bean needs to be younger. Like almost just based on the casting of Bean, yeah. you need to make the rest of the cast twelve or thirteen, because yeah. that kid can't really be four or five because it'd be fucking useless. I don't know. I I don't, I don't see that there's a way to like get child actors to perform well as super geniuses in a military institution. Like, there's just no way they Get can the do it. Get the fucking kids from... Goddamn. Baby geniuses. Oh, Funeral Kings. Oh, from Funeral Kings. Yeah, those guys will fucking <laughs> pull that shit off. They're too old. We, we yeah. saw them. But, yeah. no, but I'm just saying, I think that if you have the, if you have the right actors, I think you can fucking rock that. Those Funeral maybe, King kids maybe. could fucking pull off Ender's game. Yeah. Like yeah, those, they could have. Those kids, like, all three of them could legitimately be Well, you there. make a good point, but I still I still think that oh, this is a movie that's... It's going to be a fucking mess. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so shitty. Ben Kingsley's playing Mazer Rackham. So yeah. In, in the movie, the, uh, Man. Who's Harrison Ford? He's the colonel running Graf. the... Graf. Graf. He would be, He's yeah. the guy who does the voiceovers all through the book, like, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, though. That's kind of... When he's speaking to the shadowy board. Man, he's perfect for that, and fucking yeah. Ben Kingsley's fucking perfect for Mazer Rackham. Like yeah. the, he's got that like cold, thin, wiry, angry feel. War hero, yeah, despondent. Yeah, man, fuck, oh, I love those books. Well, I know, I love specifically. I like the Ender's trilogy that takes place on Earth. Yeah, the, like Ender's <laughs> Game, Ender's Shadow, and uh, Shadow, the Shadow the Hegemon. Yeah. I yeah. don't know about Ender's Shadow. I oh my it. god, you don't yeah. like Ender's Shadow? That's... Do you not like Bean? Sophie the Bean, sequel. I don't know. Get the fuck out of here. Bean, I Colin's really... going to be Scott just, Shut up. Just I really like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Go, so... No, I really sorry. like Bean in the book, right. in the first book. But as soon as I read Ender's Shadow, I was like, it didn't make sense. I mean, granted, you're trying to write the world from the perspective of a child, like a baby. He's a fucking ba- a dumpster baby is what he is. Yeah. Bean's the best dumpster baby. Yeah. Anyway. There is a bit, I think I get what you're coming from. There's a bit of the like, he's Jesus. He's fucking perfect. He does everything right. It, exactly. I and it's like so Ender. much. No, Ender was so flawed. He, he like... Ender was perfect. I, yeah. I, I always yeah. felt... In the fact that he was flawed. It, it, yeah. it just worked. It, it was believable. Yeah. But Bean, I don't believe... But Bean, you're not supposed to believe. He was made in a test tube, right? Like, Bean is a bioengineered... So what, test tube babies aren't real, Keith? Not when they're bioengineered to be super fucking military geniuses. No, he's a genetically engineered test tube super baby. So there is a bit of that. It's not like a test tube, like, fucking baster and a... But I get, I get where she's coming from. There, like Ender's Game, ha- it was sci-fi, but it had a like it was very grounded in reality. Like you, t- yeah. there's not a lot of wacky sci-fi uh, stuff. That's I'm going to say exactly why I liked Ender's Shadow better than Ender's Game. Really? Which was the complete lack of the video game. Because fuck that video game. Really? Yeah, no but, issues let's go and climb up the giant, and now I'm we a fell into the, the milk giant pool. Bugs now and, we're in uh, the castle and da, 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 da. poison. Yeah, if, if you read the other trilogy that came after, it really like plugged the, uh, into where, that. Where Ender goes to space and becomes space Jesus. Yes, that that part. <laughs> the fucking the third book of that you, trilogy. You've never read like the, fucking, the other ones. I, I've only read three. Yeah. Uh, so you've only read the ones on Earth, like the ones I, I named. No, uh, what was the second one with Bean? Shadow, Shadow of the Hegemon. The Hegemon. Yeah. I, yeah, I read that one. Okay, because the thing is, is Ender's Game is the first book in two trilogies. Yeah. Okay. So Ender's Game is the first book in the trilogy that has Ender's Shadow and Shadow of the Hegemony, and Ender's Game is the first book in... Speaker for the, the Dead, dead and, and Xenocide. And Xenocide. No, no. Uh, and Children of the Mind. Children Xenocide. of the Mind. So it's a quadrilogy. Yeah, it's a quadrilogy. Okay, yeah. so I didn't but, read those. But that, the thing, though, is like, that like Ender's Game is like sci-fi light, whereas... The other three and that other one are like, yeah, like hardcore sci-fi. This is probably why I had... Because you have to understand, I am not into fantasy. I cannot get into it no matter what I do. I like Star Wars. I like Blade Runner. And that's as sci-fi as I get, pretty much. Uh, Well, then this would be illegible pap to you. But I I quite like it. Remember, you know how like at the end of Ender's Game, Ender is just sort of like, I'm done with this world. With Valentine. And he just sort of flies off into space. It like explores that part where he like fucking like ages a thousand years and fucking. Well, like... he stays in hyperspace for a thousand years, so he ages like five years. But the the rest of the universe ages like a thousand years, and so he's like in this whole other time. And then he finds another planet where there's a, another race, and he brings the last bugger queen to that planet so that there can be a planet with three different intelligent species living. Ooh, it's like it's it, it and that that. You it's know pretty what? normal I might when like I say it. It goes fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, it goes really yeah. weird, and there's a lot of like weird psychotropic kind of like, like yeah. weird, weird, a lot of weird like trip out, like merging with the fucking the, the mind thing where he like shares the mind with someone else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't he do that at the end of the first movie? Uh, kind of, kind book? of. He, yeah. it, it, but yeah. exactly, it takes that sort of stuff and yeah. just woo, like runs with it. Yeah. Mm, I don't mind that so much as Bean. <laughs> <laughs> 
always like I always loved being because like I never like I never like I really really liked the element of the fact that being first of all new like knew what was going on and was like I can't tell Ender but not just I can't tell Ender but like I understand why I can't tell Ender because if Ender knows he'll fucking bail because Ender's a good person and Bean's a terrible person and Bean's not a terrible person he's just fucking a robot is what he is no hey Sophie want to commit genocide Bean's like yep fucking like without a goddamn like breath like has absolutely no problems with it he's a like he's a robot not necessarily a bad person Robots are bad at being human. There you go. That's, that's <laughs> like, what if it was a really good robot? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it. And also, just <clears throat> like, but because of that, not being able to be Ender. Like, I'm really good at coming up with these like little ideas. Big picture, I just don't get it. You know, like I just I thought the like the contrast between Ender and Bean is just like. Because it covers all the same events. These are all things that I also find interesting that still doesn't make me like the character anymore. No, but you said you didn't like the book. Yeah, I didn't like the book because the main focus is the fucking character. Yeah, but I can read a book about characters. I was was pretty entertained even just from the conceptual side of this. I've never seen any other author do that. Have the same story told from two different perspectives. Back to the Future 2. That's exactly what it was. The last 15 minutes of Back to the Future 2, like where... It doesn't undo <laughs> the story that's already happened. Right. Is Ender Shadow. Well, y- Bean is is not like undoing it. It's just Haven't another look at been it. Doing that same story. You, you make a good point, but I, I'm I'm talking something with the scope of a book. It's easy to do that for 15 minutes, a little climax of a movie. It's yeah, not so easy to do, do it for a way. whole. Pulp Fiction does that a little yeah. bit. A little Pulp Fiction and all the all the stories are sort of taking place simultaneously. Yeah, and then you see like you know the okay, other side okay, of Vince's. Maybe story what I'm saying is that it's easy to do this in a movie. Hard to do it's in a book. fucking hard, and I never done before, as far as I I'm know. I'm trying to think. A, I feel. I feel like it has been. Yeah. Tag and Bink. Well, we Star Wars Tag and Bink. Yeah, well, that, that, it's that, done that, for comedy. That, that's after the fact, though. Yeah. Well, so is this. Wait, no, but after the fact by the original creator. Like that's what I mean. But it's like obviously it's after the fact. He wasn't writing the two books at the same time. But like by the original creator being like, I'm telling the same story again, but from a new. Yeah, perspective. I don't know. I think that's kind of neat. I thought it was neat. I really did enjoy that part. And I'm not saying that I completely hated the book. I didn't. I, I did like some aspects of it. But again, the character from his perspective and the way that he comes into himself, I just don't hmm. get it. I don't mind him as much when he gets a little older and when he when he starts adapting on the station with all the other kids and stuff. Yeah. It's all right, you know. But when he's on Earth, I just want to. I'll admit him. the first the first two chapters are a little bit hard, and then you're sort of like. When you're kind of like when he's crawling out of the back of the toilet and he's hiding and that stuff, it's like you're he's like, like this eight is months old or whatever. Yeah. Unrelatable. You're like I'm reading a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, at least it answers the question as to someone to fight Peter. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone has to stay behind when Ender takes Valentine and leaves. Yeah. You're just like, huh. Peter's gonna take over the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and Peter is a bad person. Yes. Peter See, is the worst that's person. That's a bad person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Peter is a way worse person than me. I, w- the, I will say though that as a as a I guess I guess kid I'm trying to remember exactly when I read Ender's Game and I feel like it might have been like grade four. Are we giving K or away with this? Huh? No, that's no, fine. That's young. It, that's a little young. It's I definitely it was definitely before high school. Yeah. And I'm trying to think like what I was reading. Like I remember I read Lord of the Rings. I feel like I read it shortly after Lord of the Rings, and I know Lord of the Rings was grade four. So I read Ender's mm-hmm. Game like maybe grade five, like possibly. And then Genesis, Ender's Game is not that long, right? Genocide like, is kind of hard to drop on a ten-year-old, dude. Yeah, I was really okay. Up. Here's a weird thing: <laughs> I was really, really into the Holocaust. Keith. Also, <laughs> like I was like fucking obsessed with the Holocaust. Wait, what? Well, he is a German kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Say more about this. What? <laughs> I really, I really, I really kind of feel like this. This needs a Grandpa little bit more. Grandpa Heiserman must be proud. <laughs> you know about that, right? I told you that my, my you're not, you're, John wants to take the pen to make sure that we Keith. note at some point in this episode that no. Keith was obsessed with the Holocaust. Keith Colin Nazi. <laughs> at ten years old, why were you obsessed with the Holocaust? No, because it, it blew my mind. As like, I really tried to get my head around. Um, 
It was like obviously it's a thing that they talk about in like history. Like you know the fucking Holocaust happened when you're every maybe, kid knows who Hitler is. Yeah, exactly. Like I was also raised religious too, so like and the Jehovah's Witnesses were like persecuted a bunch in the Holocaust. So they came up in religious studies and in school studies, and I was just fucking fascinated by the fact that something that didn't seem that long ago was just fucking like completely otherworldly. Like just like the idea of like let's fucking a a world war blew my mind like mm-hmm. as a as a kid being like wait a second all the countries are fighting that's like you know it ju- it doesn't seem like something that is even fucking feasible right. but like in like 1991 or whatever the fuck it was it was only like 50 years ago or 40 years ago i mean it was 20 years ago extra now was i was just sort of like how the fuck did it shit get out of hand to the point where all the countries got into a fight and then it was well because it was to stop this guy from like trying to eradicate a particular race from the earth. Like, it all seems fucking, like, something sci-fi-ish mm-hmm. or whatever. It seems like a fucking story. So I, like, yeah. really, really got into the Holocaust as a kid. Like, not like, woo, Holocaust! But just kind of like... I'm just picturing it with a t-shirt. <laughs> Holocaust. <laughs> right across the chest. Holocaust. Would have been the worst of, like, in my grade 6 graduation being like, likes, Holocaust. <laughs> like, woo! No, like, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't, like, into it, like, that was a cool idea, Hitler, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, like, it was more just, from a historical perspective, I was just really fascinated from a pretty young age. That I've always not understood how Hitler came across as so charismatic, because I look at photos of him, and all I see is the biggest dweeb the world has ever seen. He was a very so gifted think, public speaker. Yeah, but I think that... The combined powers of his perfectly parted hair and mustache, mustache. had hypnotic value. I, I also think that it was um, fucking heavily, heavily capitalizing on like a 20 to 30 year, like not necessarily oppression, but like a feeling of worthlessness on like, like not United Nations, what was it? League of Nations. League of Nations induced worthlessness that Germany had like completely imposed on it as like everything that they were doing was monitored they were fucking felt like shit about the first world war which also I mean, as, incredible as poverty all yeah exactly over and Germany. all kinds of poverty and yeah. fucking like a complete absence of national pride and then you have one guy being like hey fuck we're Germans fucking let's rock and let's be profitable and let's be this and let's be that and you're like yeah yeah and kill the Jews yeah wait <laughs> wait you know it's just sort of like he, like cause it wasn't like he busted that out right away it was just sort of like he like instilled like reinstilled national pride in the fucking country. Yeah, and I'm, then, I'm pretty pretty sure he busted that he, out pretty he, early on. He busted was, that out. Yeah. It was in Camps. it was in Mein Kampf, and they uh, used 1923. Yeah, they would give that to everybody who got married, like and the Hitler Youth yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it even, was pretty but early even on. then, well, now, I, I was reading this fucking psychology paper, which was talking about. Um, I think that'll be my next read. How the psychology? How the of Hitler. <laughs> no, I think that'll be my next read. What? Psychology. No, no, my count. <laughs> she just like goes to the library, looks at psychology, like takes the first book and is like, guys, I read psychology. What, the whole thing? Yes. Yeah, all, all the books. He started through A. I read all the books on psychology. No, I was talking about how the most um, like violent and the most uh, like extreme like groups of people and stuff like that bond more over what they are not mm-hmm. than actual identity. Hmm. Like, like if you think of like extremists, like uh, like Islamic extremists and stuff like that, are it's more important that Christianity burns than necess- I'm not saying yes, being Islamic is yeah, more yeah. important, but they're like there. There's this whole kind of like thing that you adhere to in not being something. Mm-hmm. So it's like they they took that I think that national pride and were like and also Jews are taking our jobs and you're like yeah cuz it's like there's they such a there's jobs. such a strong <laughs> there's such a strong emotional reaction in hating something yeah. that you can like create a a stronger like group identity. Like they were just like um and like the whole thing that they were talking about was like geek mentality mm-hmm. of just sort of like how when a group of people decide that the ending of Mass Effect is stupid Everybody thinks the ending of Mass Effect is stupid. Because mm-hmm. it's just sort of like you, like, there's like... Hang on a second, Keith. I just want to slow you down here. You went from Holocaust... To the ending of Mass Effect ending 3. Of Mass Effect. Okay. You know, one we went sentence. From, you know, we went from Ender's Game to Holocaust, and this is actually Ender's pretty... Game. This is fucking getting no, you, into the second one, Ender's Game trilogy. One sentence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holocaust... 
No, we're it's talking, like, talking it's about like Mass Effect. And, no, and <laughs> this is like, a guy who hasn't played any of them. Yo, let's put that on the okay, table but let, too. But let's just say, like, like uh, when we've all seen it, just sort of when like Reddit decides something is stupid, mm-hmm. everyone's like, "It's garbage," and like you don't even know, don't even know if any of these people have played it. Like it's just sort of like there's a weird hive mind of like the internet. the co- like it's not, called but, the internet. Yeah, but it's well, it's geek culture, and mm-hmm. it's just sort of like the bonding experience of hating something you is. Know what? One of the strongest bonding experiences from a psychological experience. Hmm. If you all hate the same thing, they've seen, like, psycho- like, psychologically speaking, that it's a stronger bond than all liking something. Hmm. So you can imagine that, I mean, I guess, like, obviously it's not cool to hate on people, but they're like, your human brain responds stronger to someone hating the same things as you than someone who likes the same thing as you. Right. Just uh, fucking hey, super yeah, fucked okay. up. But I mean, but you can also see how they would just sort of like, if from that position of like building up pride, being like, let's just get our hate on. Well, I mean, all that can be summed up by the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I guess so. But I mean, but it's just sort of like, it's sort of shitty that your brain works that way. <laughs> you know, it's just sort of like, I like Zelda. I like Zelda too. Cool. I hate Metroid. I hate Metroid too. We're besties. You know, like it doesn't fucking, it doesn't make sense that your brain like responds stronger to like a shared hate. Yeah. Well, welcome to being a human being in the modern world it's uh, well, so all it, kinds of things that are about do you think maybe do you think maybe because like hatred is like tied to a survival instinct sort of course of? Like, of course of course do we all hate one thing in common us yeah us four this bond that we share <sighs> very different people is it black people oh my god guys it's black oh, people it's black people i for the record I, <laughs> scott speaking does not hate black people name five of your best ba- black friends I have a few. I'm not going to come <laughs> to you. I love like, it. It's demeaning to make a list. Just because they don't like me. <laughs> it's, not, it's not me and I have any negative feelings. Whatever, man. I put a black person black on my fuck list. Like, I put a black lady on my fuck list. So I'm clearly not racist. Oh, yeah. That totally validates it. I'll to put my a... penis in it. I'm not racist. Uh, just yeah. just because you want to fuck yeah. Oprah for the money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, okay, I think uh, that our bond is, I would say, like pretty much a little bit of disdain for generic mainstream shit, I think. So we're hipsters? No, I don't think so. Yeah, but not really hipsters. Sophie doesn't like indie stuff. She likes metal and whatever. Scott likes, I don't know, the 80s hip-hop, I suppose. I like the 80s. John doesn't really like music. He's pretty into Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> He's become so numb. Exactly. Is there anything that we actually hate? I was, I'm was. i saying, like, I, I think kind of like know. mainstream-y shit. Like... Christina Aguilera? Do we hate min-maxers? We hate min-maxers. <laughs> we John. hate people that game shitty. That's what? a fact. There you yeah. go. <laughs> we hate <laughs> shitty gamers. We hate power gamers and munchkins. And it's a pretty narrow field. <laughs> <laughs> what do we hate? People that game shitty. But however, if you look back at college, that was like, that was a bonding for, even like the group of friends that we maintain today. Sure. <laughs> it was just sort of like, our group of friends is largely found around people who didn't game shitty. <laughs> like... Except John is probably the biggest min-maxer I've ever played with. Well, it, when it's appropriate. <laughs> when it's a good time to min-max and when there's a system That's, to be abused. That is it. We hate John together. Guys, we hate John. We do hate high mail. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're not. You fucking... You, you trash Jaime so love, hard all day, arguing every day. so much. Yeah. You took a shot at Jaime on the way here. I did. <laughs> Isn't that, like, half the shit you guys do is talk about him? He's also one of our listeners, so he's totally listening to this. True. We don't know. No, we just we talked about maybe if we, we made, um, if we made like, a videography of, like, a, a D&D night. Mm-hmm. Was sort of, like, like film the whole D&D night. And, and then just cut together people making fun of well, no, 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 but not Because no, that was, would really not, occupy an hour. I was, not I was suggesting just, like, just film it. You know, just mm-hmm. put it up on the website and have someone sit in and watch your game. What and Keith instantly was like... Everyone would just hate my man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, and also like, what I, like the way I see it would not be like a full hour. It would just be yeah. like something, something cut into like, like probably under ten minutes or whatever, uh, and have like little like cut to like interviews, being like when so and so did this and blah blah blah. Like, what were you thinking? Like, it's kind of like a little one on one with like the players. Huh. Like, and I don't know how watchable it would be, but it would be kind of like it would still be a sort of fun idea if it was funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. but I'm like, but ultimately it would be like, oh. Fuck fucking high man <laughs> like every single there's guy. so many of those <laughs> fucking high man that was my favorite part of that email thread yeah. was was T-Chat just being like anyway and since it's Brendan's decision there's like an 80% chance he'll just go back on it and fuck everything up 
It's like, how what, is that? What was hilarious about that? Like, watching you guys go through that experience with Jaime is fucking. He did that same sort of shit in the D and D game that Chris was running when we yeah. were playing through Temple of Elemental Evil. We'd be fucking doing something, and he'd like fucking put a fireball on the party. Why not? You know, and, it, and like he'd be like, "No, no, there was a tactical reason for it, but instead it killed people, and, and he was responsible for it." And when I was watching him do it, I was like, "Yeah, kind of understand the reasoning, but it's still pretty dumb. I don't get why he would choose to do this." Fuck you, Jaime. And, but but and maybe it was the character. It was that character being a silly bastard. No, he's doing the same shit in this game where. Like he uh, makes he makes well. Here's the thing: bad decisions. I was, I was talking man. about this with Nip, and again, Jaime, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Is it's? I feel that like you know how like when we made vampire characters, we often made like deeply flawed characters, but it was yeah. okay because it was in like a giant fucking game of like 50 people, and you're like, no, this isn't a giant game. You don't need to have fucking horrible flaws. <laughs> like in a D and D, John's gonna try to kill us with numbers. Yep. Like it's not gonna be like a like ooh, and I like role played my way to my death. No. John's going to fucking throw monsters at us that are going to try to kill us. Don't make terrible fucking decisions. And I'm just like, but my character made a terrible decision. It wasn't me. And I'm like, no, but I know. But John's still trying to kill us with numbers because that's kind of the D&D game that we're playing. Like, we're playing in a little bit of role-playing, a little bit of fun, but it's still like... On second thought, let's not film this. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> I think it'd take a lot of work to make it entertaining for the casual... Viewer. That's it. I would sort of need to like uh, a lot of work. Okay. Yeah. I might if if it's cool when I'm unemployed. If you're still running the other session, yeah. Like I might sort film of film like, the other like session. Film the other session and sort of like take notes about like shit that I think is funny and I guess like what minute it kind of happens at. Yeah. So I have like a little key of where stuff is usable. Okay. And you, then sort of try to like come back and maybe talk to you and Jaime. And, you know what? What would have been cool to like my Dark Ages vampire game last night? I made Lontok cry. Make him cry like laughing, or did you make him cry for you? No, I made him cry. What I mean, he wasn't literally, but he was like, "What the fuck do I do?" Because he literally felt bad throwing in these NPCs, so he lowered their stats a little bit, thinking I'm the only fighter. Right. So he's like, "I'll make this easier." You know, the other ones there's like NPC caster, and then there's Ted well, playing recon so Feratu. He... So I'm there, Salubri warrior cased, and I fucking play decimated them. I play a Salubri. Yeah. Tri- and, uh, I kind of anti tribute, I suppose. Dark Ages. Yeah. Warrior case. That's that answer to you? No. No, I don't think that they had it. Oh, no, it's before they Dark ascended. Ages, yeah. Before they yeah. made seven and yeah. salubris, like true salubris. Regardless, I, I spent three points in celerity. I have four actions, and I decimated two NPCs right there. He's like, well, fuck. There goes 45 minutes of gameplay. <laughs> and I did it twice. Well, you know what's something that Jaime would never do? No, Jaime, I mean Lawn Talk. Uh-huh. In a game without Sophie in it, lower the difficulty of something. <laughs> And Lontok's like, well, you guys fought all these characters and now you died. Why are you complaining to me for it? I don't know, Lontok, because you're a dick. <laughs> Lontok puts so much thought into his, his, his history and everything oh, and, and just I, story. I love playing with him. One, yeah. one of my favorite tabletop games was the uh, the fucking Victorian that he ran. Yep. The Victorian Age Vampire was super, super fun. He's like, great. He's so like detailed a good mix with of that like, shit. funniness and role playing with the action sequences. And yep. Yeah, no, it's like cool. That. No, and he, we never he's... got around to finding out why those two games were, like, connected. Nope. They, they, they <laughs> fell apart. Man, that was a really cool experience. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Jimmy ran a, um, a medieval-era... The mage. What was the Dark Age mage? Crusader? Cru- oh, fucking no. You guys are totally geeking out on me here. <laughs> yeah. it was Mage... Was it Mage Crusades? Uh, or something. Dark mage. Ages. It wasn't Dark mage, Ages. No. It was Vampire Dark Ages, and it was Mage something else. The Ascension? Yeah. No, the Ascension is the modern. Is the modern one, but they they're the they're like so past the medieval. Setting. They made a medieval like the same way that they made a Dark Ages uh, vampire. I understand they, the concept. They yes. made a Dark Ages mage, but I can't yeah. remember what exactly. Yeah, what it was. Anyways, we played like supposedly the two stories were linked. The, our vampires in Victorian, Victorian, vampire. and then our mages in the Dark Ages, but yeah. we never really like connect. Got Other far than enough the fact the story. that it was I think Mr. Harker stood in both. Yeah, like that was that was about it, but. We played those games for like a year or so. Yeah, too. It was like they were fun. they were super fun. I I just enjoyed the like the level of like shit face we like routinely got like entire like G like DM fucking like five players just fucking blotto drunk just like <laughs> let's keep it going <laughs> just like still trying to like role play whatever or, and then or Jimmy Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy got, running got a game while he's lows. getting di- diabetically low and fucking losing his shit and we're like oh do we stop the game I don't know this is kind of funny the screamer comes in the night that was the best like he, like it's supposed to it was supposed to be like a crazy like horror Session, segment yeah. of the session 
And my character was like playing like a Victorian uh, Toreador yeah. fop, like Ponzi guy, whatever. <laughs> he was so fucking good. <laughs> Who's like feeding impediment was drunk. So like had the perfect excuse to just role play drunk all the time. So like any dumb ideas or whatever just like came out because obviously the whoever I was feeding off was drunk. I was clearly drunk. And so, like, this weird wraith thing, and they're trying to do this, like, communicating without speaking, and I'm just sort of like, it's like charades! So I'm just sort of like, okay, first word! First word, ghost man! First word! <laughs> just like, whatever. And like, Jimmy starts playing along, and it's supposed to be, like, spooky, and I'm like, first word is catch no axe! Knife! <laughs> just like. Hunk <laughs> is getting, like, so upset, because, like, this carefully planned horror session, I'm like, we're playing charades! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just ruined. <laughs> like, the whole session was just a fucking mess. <laughs> like, barely got out with our lives. And they were like, that so was supposed fun. to be a horror session. I don't even remember the vampire character that I played. Which, um, in what game? In that in that Victorian setting. Mm. You were playing the, like, Rushbrook the third. But it was because he was a famous writer, and so he was also William Rushbrook the first and second, because he yeah. was a vampire. So he just played his own son to like maintain public like yeah. <laughs> public appearance. He would just like go into hiding for like twenty or thirty years and be like, "I'm the son of William Rushbrook," because yeah. he's a big poppy toreador. It's good times. Scott's going quiet here, trying to trying to imply that he did not play vampire when he was a wee lad, <laughs> let alone. DM one of the biggest Montreal vampire games ever. No, no, yeah. I, I played a lot of live action vampire. Yep. Not a whole lot of tabletop. I guess that's true. Fair enough. I think that's my only tabletop vampire. Yeah, game me I've too. Ever I didn't. I didn't like. I had like some that were like two sessions long. Well, they never really stuck around. Are you going to be joining the the Ottawa one? With if <laughs> if there ever is time, I think it's like very hard to say that there will be. With well, my D and D game splitting, it's going to be. Well, wasn't wasn't vampire your uh, like? Birth into like being a like role player and not just like a min maxer. No, was it like within like when you were like I'm Nicodemus whatever and you're Sabat game? Yeah, or you had like your previous experience had just been like fucking D and D and fantasy based and like just like really, yeah, like, sort of. But at the same time, like I ran I ran a tabletop D and D game in grade six. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it was like, your I intro a as a gamer. I'm saying it was your intro as like a role player. You mean Larper? No, role player. Because I mean, you role playing. He was role playing in a tabletop Sabat game. That was yeah. like the. I guess thing. there was definitely a lot more like role play, role play than there was previously to that. But I, but that, that I, I think that makes sense. Like you, do, you can only do so much gaming before you try to explore other other ways of making yeah, exactly. tabletop gaming fun, and that's all oh, role play. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so we're not like done, but that was a really like weird tangent. So yeah. the Holocaust, guys. So Twilight. Yo, and Ender's yeah, I was reading Ender's and I was really, really into it. And I found I identified a lot more with Bean. I as a as a As a toilet baby. (laughs) As as a toilet test tube baby. I can see it. I I always like and I even like modeled myself, I guess, after Bean. I was like as even and like to this day, not like in terms of like moral. This explains the whole cocky bastard thing. The superiority nah. complex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it just starts with thinking you're special, and then you're like, "No, I am special." Oh my yeah, god, your new name is Special K. Special K. It's <laughs> the first time I've heard that. One. Um, Misshapen, underdeveloped limbs. Mm-hmm. It's true. I little stub arms. I have T-Rex arms. The mockery of a human being. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's crying. He's crying. <laughs> Yeah. Where's your god now? <laughs> <laughs> Why did he give me T-Rex arms? <laughs> Fuck. No, but yeah, being mean. If, was if, always you had, just... if you had T-Rex arms, I would give you ice cream. Do you want to see it? Yeah. It sucks so hard. Oh my god, yeah. Good fucking... <laughs> what I'm trying to think of, was it the Hokey Pokey where they just T-Rexes can't play? <laughs> Because they can't put their arms in and out. <laughs> just turn a little. Their arms wouldn't go backwards, right? I think you've lost us. How would they put their arms in in the hokey pokey? You've really been laughing about how short Tyrannosaur arms are for the last <laughs> minute. He was obsessed with it in grade four. Yes, yeah. he was. Right, 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 right before, before you read. Yeah, right before the Holocaust. He had his right before I got face. into the Holocaust, I was really into little stubby t what, what came after the Holocaust, Keith? It was the Holocaust for a while. Was it Greece? <laughs> Was it Greece? John Travolta? No, I think the... Tell me you had a Greece face. I, I never really had a Greece face, sadly. Uh, I would, no, I was into the Holocaust for a fucking, like, a few years. Until we found Cats. The musical. The musical. No, I think, yeah, Cats musical kind of went throughout. 
<laughs> yeah, and I always like identify myself I just as sort of like a small, small scale problem bedroom. solver, like like Dean. I never really like. Whenever Keith thinks you, you're to sitting here so trying like, to explain to us with a straight face things. how you identify with Bean, the mutant fucking genetically engineered so superhuman. Ender. I didn't get Ender. I really didn't get it. Wow, dude. Did you get Ender? Yeah, of course I got yeah, Ender. Yeah, because you're a fucking horrible robot. You're like, anything that hurts me, I need to kill. <laughs> like, What's basically. logical? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> human nature right there. <laughs> yeah, although that, to be fair, that is, uh, like, I always thought about that when going into a conflict. Like, that, that mentality of, not necessarily kill him, but if I'm going into a conflict, I need to make sure that the same conflict doesn't arise again. So that's what I took away eradicate from. the enemy, Keith? Okay, but that's how Ender viewed that. How but I'm just German saying, but I always make sure that at the end of it, everything is like, fucking take yeah, care of. Well, murder is the logical solution. Yeah, I know. That's the, it's yeah. the easy time. Anytime there's a yeah. conflict, just murder whoever you're in a conflict. Right, right. Because that's, you know, that's I the way just to really play. wanted to play the space game. <laughs> and you took away a lot of different <laughs> stuff from that book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to fly in zero G with a light gun. It was like laser that tag. That was super badass. Yeah. Did, at any point in time, what was his name? The the star hero? Mazer? Mazer Rackham. Yeah. When he watched Futurama, the name for some reason always clicked with me as Zat Brannigan. Yeah. As being like, he's like Mazer Rackham. <laughs> and then like things sort of like get crossed over and I was like, I'm thinking back to Ender's game being like, and then Zat Brannigan helps out Ender. And I was like, that would be a way different fucking book. Was that bra- like, and I always kind of like. No, you're the only one to make that. Yeah. But I always kind of almost re- like imagined him that way. I mean, it was pre Futurama, but I I imagined Mazer Rackham is way different than I think he's written. No. Maybe because I read it when I was too young. Yes. So I just put him. As <laughs> he was a super badass. No, no, no. He was, no, like, yeah. he was like Cable. That's how I read him. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I can see that. Cable and Deadpool's. No Deadpool. No, no Deadpool. Just straight cable. Yes. Inform the men. I have made it with a woman. <laughs> exactly. Very western. Well, but it's sort of like, but it, it, you get to that just kind of like, where they're like, what makes you the best? But he's like, fucking dumb luck, kid. Like, just mm-hmm. dumb fucking luck. I'm really just a poster boy. Like, it's so sad. Well, it wasn't just dumb luck, right? He did identify that one of the ships had a bugger queen in it, and... Yeah, 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 but in terms Did you of notice in reprints of the book they changed it to Formix? They don't say buggers anymore? Nope. Crazy. At all. Didn't it? Nope, they took it out. Because it means a man to have homosexual intercourse with a man in the buttocks. Certainly colored by Mr. Orson Scott Card's crazy raging re- psychotic Mormon religious background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Holy not the Alvin crap. Baker series, but... Yeah. Wow. He wrote these huge articles about how homosexuality is destroying the heart of America and it needs to be expunged. No, that, okay, yeah, Yeah. obviously, yes, that's bad. But, I mean, I'm talking about what they changed, the words and the, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's great. You know what? All of a sudden, I don't remember what we, what I read when I read it. If it was the... Buggers. It was probably Buggers. And if it was, like, any edition published No, because I only read it, like, two years ago. Really? Yeah, but if it was an edition published before, like, 2005, like, it's, like, a really new thing. Oh, okay. Like, uh, I picked up a, like, the most, like, the, I, well, no, I had, no, I had a 70s kind of style cover of Ender's Game. Yeah, me too. But I had a kind of modern Ender's Shadow, and that mm-hmm. was definitely, like, Formics. I, yeah, exactly, and yeah. I re-picked it up. And I think that was mid-2000s when I reread them, mm-hmm. so. I don't really dig that. I think, uh... have you, speaking of fucking weird rewrites. Okay. They, do you know that they, like, updated, uh, Gordon Carmen books? Yeah. Really? Yeah, we talked about this, I think. Yeah, I don't necessarily on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe. I'm Maybe. sure we have. We talked about Gordon Corman. But on yeah. the boots. Yeah. yeah. We talked about what, what formed our comedy. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah what yeah, we yeah. thought was funny. We yeah, yeah. About they put movies. internet stuff into yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. So make it fucking relevant. Feel, but it feels literally like copy paste now. And then like just go and it's just sort of Word like. replace. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like, it's like you're reading the book that you knew and then suddenly there's like three lines that are like added in to make internet make sense. You're like, ah! oh, there it is again. And it's, yeah. like, it's just like this horrible fucking like mind warp that happens for like little like two or three lines at a time. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, exactly. You're like, this is, who are these books even written for? Oh, I cool. guess everybody. 
<laughs> I think, yeah, I think we're just about done. We didn't talk about music, we didn't talk about comics, we just talked about shit. Man, I had video game news. Too. I have so Did much you? shit. I've been there listening is. to new music, I've been listening to new anime. I can only imagine that we have another episode coming up in two weeks that we can talk about. X- XCOM has grappled my testicles. It's it such like a, a fucking, fucking good game. number of people. Yeah. Squadron 42 by Chris Roberts is in uh, pre-production. They're trying to get a, a Kickstarter type thing to get the game finished. Mm-hmm. So excited for that. Mm-hmm. Wing Commander. Yep, yep. Black Isle is doing the same thing for a, like, Baldur's Gate-style RPG. But didn't they already do Torchlight 2? No, that's not the same people. That's the guys who made the original Diablo. Uh, Did Torchlight 2. Torchlight 2 was really fucking fun, too. More fun than Diablo 2. 3. More fun than Diablo 3. I'm sorry, Blizzard. You fucked it up. (laughs) You what? All I have on a video game front is Mists of Pandaria. Yeah. So you uh, you completely abandoned the Light Chronicles of whatever? What? No, what was that other thing you were talking about? Like This is World of Warcraft, the new Yeah, I know, I know, I know Mists of Pandaria is the World of Warcraft, but you were talking about another game that you were like, I'm kind of into it, but then... Guild Wars? Pandaria. Guild Wars 2, yeah. Yeah. Guild Wars 2, yeah. Yeah. No, I still play it. Okay. It's fun. How's I that just going? but it's I'm still like way into like playing around and stuff. I'm not involved in that game. That it's more of a fluff thing to do when I Yeah, cool. Yeah, I. Wow, is still what I'm doing. Or farming rice and stuff for your cooking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't farm rice. Well, she's not a panda. Only pandas have the sweet cooking skill. Just like Kung Fu. That's panda. not true. I was an undead priest and I had cooking Everybody skill at cooking. 300. Yeah, I know, but doesn't the pandas have like some sort of weird cooking bonuses? Well, they, they do, do have cooking bonuses. Yeah. They have bonuses from panda. eating. They have they have more better bonuses. They have more better bonuses? That's for right. Eating? More yes. better bonuses. And they also can level cooking higher than other people. Yeah, see? Fucking mm-hmm. because it's Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, but I had a legendary cooking recipe. The only legendary cooking recipe in the game, motherfucker. Speaking, speaking of online games... Aren't we over time? No, not quite. I said we're coming up on the hour. Oh, God. We're I just, thought you were saying bye-bye, everybody. Yeah, no, I'm saying like it's it time to wrap it up, yeah. uh, which I figure we'll wrap up with what we're doing. I'm watching an anime, guys, like an anime that's like in the process of coming out. Wow. Yeah, as it comes out, I watch an episode a week. So you're current. Cr- I'm current. And what is it? Current an anime. An anime called Sword Art Online. Okay. Which is uh, the basic plot of the game is the movie is that everybody is <laughs> in, like, it's twenty twenty three or something, okay. and they have a full on virtual reality headset that they've beta tested. But the developers of the headset have never actually released a game. There's been a couple of games, but they're sort of shitty. Okay. So the developers of the headset released a game. Ten thousand people or ten thousand units released. Blah, blah blah blah. Day one of the game coming out, the developer is just sort of like. I really don't like the fact that there's no fucking stakes in video games. If you guys die, the headset fries your fucking brain. Hmm. Beat the game and everybody else gets released. So, that's sort of All like, these people are stuck in this virtual yeah, exactly. world where they have to come live and succeed. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and, and it's just sort of like, and just how some people react. Like, but like, it takes like the, a lot of the, like, the tropes and stuff from MMORPGs and kind of like puts it into like sort of a real, like, there's like the frontline warriors who are like, leveling and like advancing the the fucking story because every time you beat a level the level becomes like safe for the rest of inhabitants mm-hmm. there's like people who aren't as good who obviously going to the front line would be suicide right. there's like other people who like become merchants just Isn't to this like sort of like hack sign didn't they make this like gigantic hack. anime dot hack thing that was like it, 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 it is an mmo and it's also an anime series and it's also a bunch of movies and it's also a, a video game, game. Yeah, like yeah, all yeah, at yeah. the same time in this huge i think they, they did that too but i think that was a little bit different. Yeah. I don't think it was necessarily the same sort okay. of like setup, but it's uh, the most kind of like invested in an anime I've been in like a really really long time. It's you know what would suck? You're like, oh man, I'm so excited to play this game. Plug in. I really have to go to the bathroom. I'll just play for a couple minutes quick. Yeah. They sort of established <laughs> they, they, like, they write themselves out of kind of problems like that. They were like, remember towards the beginning when everybody like blacked out for like an hour or two? Like that was probably us being like moved to hospitals and being put on IVs, right, and right, shit like that, like where it's like we're just like bodies getting taken, bodies care of. getting like moved around and yeah. stuff like that, and so that they're they're kind of you know safe. So they sort of address those issues that they're like yeah. we're, we're probably just bodies on IVs at this point. Uh, and, stand by my initial comment. Just peeing your pants. <laughs> Well, they, they, in the first episode, there's a guy just sort of like, oh, man, I gotta go like off. I just ordered a pizza and it's probably like arriving right now. And you're like, boop boop boop. Boop, boop, boop. That's like the initial like can't log off moment. It's just sort right. of like, but I paid for my pizza. You know, <laughs> like they just think it's a glitch. Obviously, like yeah, yeah. first happens, but 
Yeah, kind of. At this point, uh, I think it's like episode 16 or 17 that I'm at, out of like 27. Mm-hmm. It took sort of a weird turn, uh, as animes occasionally do. That they do. Uh, but it's just sort of like... It's they, monster raping not, nothing, nothing that crazy, but it just... Um, it just stopped being what the series was originally about. Like any other anime series that you start out, it's like, this is fucking amazing, and it ends like, eh. Well, it didn't, it hasn't gone that bad. It's just that, like, I don't really want to give away spoilers if anybody's listening and wants to watch it. So it's still holding my attention, and I haven't been like, this is garbage. And it hasn't gone weird in, the fa- in like, Helsing weird, or whatever, Ava weird. It hasn't gone that weird. It's just that, like, where you thought something was going to, like, change, it didn't. Sort of thing. I'm blasting through season three of Adventure Time. So I don't weird. know if you have been following the Adventure Time subreddit, but Adventure apparently Time. the end of season four is completely fucking bonkers. Like it go, it starts explaining out exactly what happened to is make it the end world. of season four. Or end of season three with the Lich King. That's the end of season four, I think. Spoilers. Or I something seen about that. It. Okay, so anyway. yeah, so I've seen I've seen the Lich King stuff. Yeah. So, and supposedly he gets kind of explained at the no, end of season four. I think that's season four. three. They might just like they might introduce him, and there's more stuff. I don't know. I haven't seen it all, but anyway, I just downloaded. Oh no no no! Shoot, because the Lich King puts himself into a worm in the end of season three. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Anyway, did you so... not hear Scott saying "Don't ruin it"? I haven't seen it. Okay, it's like really changes the comedy of the show yeah. and stuff like that, and it's like. Anyway, I'm fucking loving Kevin it. Spacey's Kaiser Soze. Whatever, dude. It's fucking Adventure Time. And the Killer in Seven. Yeah. <laughs> 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 do we have anything else, guys? Or are we? We do. We could. Talk I started about watching things, The but... Wire. We can make. Oh yeah. Okay, my God, we can do like another yeah, fucking where, where hour. Are you? I'm halfway. Point was to wrap one. it up oh, quickly God, with the so one good. thing that we're doing. It's so good. It, it, it's um. It's like so fucking like nothing. You're gonna seen. be fading oh, this out. Oh my God, my name is Scott. Yeah, I'm John. I'm so. Oh, fuck, I'm Keith. Nope, you're Sophie today. God, I'm Keith. Damn it, my boobs. You've been listening to the Nine to Five Entertainment System. site in general uh please take the time to like us on facebook we are number nine to five d-o-t-c-c nine to five dot c-c on facebook and uh also follow us on twitter we're at sign number nine to number five c-c on twitter so uh and also be sure to check back on the site for something on mondays probably uh we have zombies and loathing after the bomb usually on tuesdays we have a new comic in 95 illustrated every wednesday a new podcast every week usually on thursday it's either going to be a 90s or a go plug yourselves and on fridays we have fine arts with either sophie and scott and uh you know maybe john will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too you can only hope all right thanks nine to five dot cc we're not working why should you Thanks for listening.